Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. You don't practice no, anymore, do you? I don't. It seems almost like a pro forma thing that I don't really need to do. Ahoy, hoy, lowly mortals. In addition to working for me, you may now praise me as your almighty. Dr. Fauci, give me that ouchie. Amen, sir. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Why not agree to tougher border protections, which is an issue of national security as well? Well, Jake, the, the border piece, as you know, is out of my, uh, is out of my purview. I left with the cold reality uh, that help is not on the way. And all the studies show, by the way, you get from, people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car. They take the train. They take the train. And that's Uncle Joe. He's a moving kind of slow at the junction. Comes up to me. His name is Angelo. When he comes over, he says, Joey, baby. Anyway. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. All right. 844-500-4242. We're going to do some uh, John Kerry uh, reminiscing in this hour. But I've got to to mention, it's his 80th birthday, in case you didn't hear us last hour. I can't believe it snuck up on me like that. December 11th, 1943. So... But we've got a couple of. I want to just give you a couple other stories too that uh, that are that are up today. You know how the uh, the Houthis? That's another one of the uh, the the uh, proxy groups for Iran. Uh, terrorist groups like Hezbollah, Hamas. How come they have the H name? They all have the H name. And uh, so the Houthis uh, in Yemen are firing at. Uh, they, sometimes they fire at the Saudis and uh, the refineries, and other times they fire into the Red Sea. They've been firing at the Israelis' ships lately in the Red Sea and other Western ships. So guess what? Guess what happened over the weekend? Uh, you know, the the Israelis don't like the Iranians for any number of reasons. They, but I, I think they're particularly disturbed about the Houthis firing the rockets at the ships. You know what? A, a, a funny coincidence. They have a giant refinery in the Burjand uh, province in eastern Iran. Do you know what happened? The entire refinery blew up over the weekend. 1.5 million liters of fuel consumed. It, and it just so happened that it that it, it broke out, and it, and they they won't even it's it's so it's such a great blaze they won't even put firefighters in there because it's too dangerous. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. You know, have you ever been ready to get on a flight and then you suddenly said, "Oh my God, I can't find my driver's license." I've had a couple, I, you know, I, did, not, not for long, but just the thought of it, you know, when you go, wait, where is it? Where is it? And you're going through your wallet looking for, the, looking for your driver's license because you know you can't get on a flight without a driver's license or a passport, right? Well, there is a way around it. You can be an illegal alien 
we've talked about this before, but now we have an actual story about it from Breitbart. Illegal aliens recently released by the Border Patrol waited patiently to board flights leaving the region at Tucson International Airport Friday. Despite the firm requirements for U.S. citizens and legally admitted international travelers to possess valid forms of identification to board an aircraft, as we all know, the migrants were shuffled through a special security screening line set up by the TSA, the Transportation Security Administration, specifically for illegal aliens, many without any identification whatsoever. The illegal aliens said they were waiting for an afternoon flight to LaGuardia in Queens because they have better welfare in New York. They have more welfare in New York. The migrants were guided to the ticketing and baggaging, baggage areas and subsequently directed to the TSA security checkpoint for, quote, non-U.S. citizens without passports. So suppose you lost your driver's license. Could you go to the local airport? Could you go to Logan or TF Green or PBI or wherever you are? Could you go to the local airport and say, you know, I, I want to go directly to the non-U.S. citizens without passports? Well, who are you? My name is Muhammad. I'm a terrorist. I work for, I, I'm, for I'm a terrorist for Hamas. Let's see if we have you on the terror watch. Oh, yes, Mr. Muhammad, Muhammad. We have you on the terrorist watch list. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. You won't need a ticket either because you're flying on uh, Uncle Sam. You're flying on the great Satan. Everything free in America. In April 2022, one migrant, uh, well, why is Breitbart using the word migrant? On the terrorist watch list was released by the Border Patrol in Yuma, Arizona. Um, it took two weeks. Uh, it took two weeks for for him for them to track him down in uh, in in uh, Tampa. Another Breitbart story. A Texas mother was shocked to discover her daughter, 16-year-old cheerleader Lisbeth Medina, had been murdered in her apartment Tuesday evening. Rafael Goveo Romero, an illegal alien, is now facing charges of capital murder in the death of the Texas teen following his arrest Saturday. Elizabeth failed to show up for a, uh, for a Christmas parade, and then they found him. He, they, they, uh, they saw him on surveillance cameras. You know where they, you know one, one of the telltales was? He had a tattoo behind his right ear. A tattoo behind his right ear. Isn't, isn't diversity great? They're only here to, to, they're only here to kill the 16-year-old cheerleaders that Americans can't be bothered, uh, bothered killing. Jay, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, Howie. Howie, I'm changing the course direction there. The impeachment hearing is tomorrow, and uh, I'll lay you 10 to 1. The 18 Democrats that are masquerading as Republicans are going to vote with with the Democrats, and Biden will skate. I mean... I, you know, I would think, though, Jay, uh, why would the Speaker Johnson even bring it to the floor if he doesn't have the votes? I, I saw that Ken Buck has already announced that he doesn't want to impeach him. But again, Ken Buck is uh, is is on a, a basically on a job tryout for CNN and MSNBC, and he's got to prove that he's evolved and grown. 
And so Republicans are going to seize upon the uh, terrible uh, addiction problems, the disease that Hunter Biden has. And they, they have no sympathy for, for a father's love for his wayward son. And don't you understand that Hunter's, Hunter's brother died? His mother and his sister died. As if nobody else in the world ever, uh, ever had anybody who, who uh, died as, uh, as the years went by. And as if that somehow excuses committing crimes. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we're being told it's, it's, he's only being prosecuted because his father is the president of the United States. That's what Abby Lowell said, his, his lawyer, who was, who was utterly shameless. And I, I, I understand that everybody deserves a lawyer, but you wonder how, the, how people sleep at night when they say things like Abby Lowell said. Cut seven. Um, Abby, it's Jennifer Palmieri. We, you say that uh, Hunter's uh, treated differently than others in other circumstances. That is because his last name is Biden? Is that, I mean, this is... Yes, well, it's yes true. And no, Jennifer, yes and no. I mean, it's because his last name is Biden, but it's not like they're going after, you know, some distant cousin. It's because he is the son of the president who's named Biden. The Republicans and anybody else that's been investigating on the right wing media, for example, have tried and tried to say that President Biden has done something wrong. They can't find a shred of evidence because he hasn't. And yet they want this to be an issue. And what they've successfully done, because they go out on the way, airwaves and people don't understand the difference between truth and misinformation, is basically saying, OK, I can't get the president, so I'll besmirch his son in a way to suggest that there's something going on between the two of them. That's why it is because his last name is Biden, because of his proximity to his dad, who has been a supportive father to his son through all supportive. the best and worst parts of Hunter's life. And that's what makes this different. He's, he's dad's bag man. And again, he's using the word misinformation. He's spreading misinformation. He's accusing others of spreading misinformation. It's, it's again, projection by the Democrats. You know, they say if it weren't for double standards, they'd have no standards at all. And if, if, they, couldn't, if they couldn't accuse you of what they're doing, they would have no accusations to hurl. Mike, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, Howie. Thanks for taking my call. Hear me out here. Um, I wanted to say, it just hit me, I don't have a problem with Joe Biden anymore. You know why? Because everyone in this country is consenting to it, okay? And you have to consent to be governed, okay? So what the hell is wrong with all you people? Stop going along with it. Well, we have to we have to wait until the election. We can't have an armed overthrow. No one wants an armed overthrow of the government, Mike. Thanks for the call. TJ, TJ, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, TJ. How you doing? Good. Good day. Um, this is Mark Levin called this man mashed potato face. Now, this was on Jeopardy. U.S. historic men was the was the category. Yes. Let's, let's see if you get the question right. In the 1970s, this future Secretary of State was a spokesman for Vietnam veterans against the war. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's uh, who was uh, John, John F. Ke- uh, F. Carey? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and I love Mark Levin called the mashed potato face. We, you know, the other, the other line for him is, uh, why the long face, Senator? 
There's so many great stories. We'll tell them all. And if you got one you want to tell, and, and we and uh, Jared has pulled a ton of, of uh, sound cuts. We have one of the best collection of John Kerry sound cuts anywhere in uh, in radio or television. Anywhere. I've had some Forrest Gump moments. <laughs> I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many issues that you give up before even making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can as well. Make your dental health a priority for 2024. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. And not only is he the best dentist I've ever been to, his staff, his dental hygienists are the best. Talk about painless, and uh, they get the job done. They are the best from top to bottom at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire, very conveniently located. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. You know what they say. Every time you hear a bell rings, it means that some angel's just got his wings. Do your Christmas shopping by clicking store at HowieCarshow.com. It'll make the captain feel better about himself. Get me. I'm giving out wings. Howie Carr is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Balance 7. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. New customers can save $10 and get free shipping at balance7.com with code Howie. It's a great product, balance7.com. Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is might a new poll showing Haley ahead of Biden 51 to 34 versus Trump ahead only 47 to 43 make you more likely to change your vote? Yes, job one is getting rid of Biden. No, it's Murdoch's poll. Can't believe it. She's a rhino, so her win wouldn't mean much. Or I'm MAGA all the way. I'm MAGA all the way. MAGA all the way. It's 62% in the lead. 17% say no. It's Murdoch's poll. You can't believe it. 12% say yes. Job one is getting rid of Biden. And 9% say she's a rhino. So her win would not mean much. All right. If you haven't bought uh, Christmas gifts or you just want some good reading for over the uh, holidays, uh, check out Paperboy. Read all about it. It's my memoirs. You can buy it at howiecarshow.com. Or you can get it at Amazon.com. So either either place, it's a it's a great read and a great buy. It's uh, doing quite well, and uh, I hope you'll uh, give it a uh, give it a look. Uh, Paperboy, read all about it by Howie. Car- go to Howie. It's better to buy it at HowieCarshow.com, but you can buy it at Amazon too. Eight four four five hundred. You can buy it wherever you want, actually. Uh, Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. You know. Uh, 
people are saying, what what happens if you lose your driver's license on a trip? You know, how do you get back? I don't know how you get back. I, I remember when I was doing Hitman with uh, Johnny Matarano, and he had just finished serving his seven, nine years in the panhandle of Florida, and he he, he needed to fly back to Boston. He, they, they took him to Atlanta. Someone drove him to Atlanta, and he tried to get on the plane. They said, where's your ID? And he said, I've been in prison for X number of years. I don't have a driver's license. And he somehow talked his way onto the plane. And I thought to myself, I, I don't think I could ever do that. That's you got to be a great salesman to talk your way onto a flight with with no uh, no driver's license or passport. Either one will do, but you got to have one or the other. But now it's not a big deal. Just say you're an illegal alien, and they'll put you on. You know, they bring on a uh, bring on a pressure cooker and say you're bringing it to to blow up the Boston Marathon. Bring a machete with you; they'll let you come on. Have some uh, have some teardrop uh, tattoos under your uh, under your eyes and say you're a, you're an MS13 uh, uh, contract killer, a gangbanger. They'll let you on. Doesn't matter. The, the everything free in America. Everything free in America. We'll take a couple more calls and then we'll go to the John Kerry stuff. Think about the the sound cuts you want from John Kerry. Joe, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Joe. Hello, Howie. Uh, I have an important question to ask you about Trump's Secret Service protection if he does get sent to jail after well, that's, uh, a conviction. That's not going to happen, Joe. Come on. Well, the Secret Service agents, do they get to go into prison with President Trump and Come keep on. an eye on Come him? Come on, so Joe. Thank, thanks, Joe. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Listen, who, who, who does, um, this Ron Johnson or Harry Carr? You look... <laughs> You, you look. I tell you, I get confused. I don't know when I watch TV. I say, "That Harry Carr or Ron Johnson?" I don't know who the hell. Listen, I want to ask you a question. Don't you mean that? Don't you mean that I look like Tom Brady or somebody like that? Hell no, no, no! You're Ron. How Johnson dare you, Mister Garcia? I mean, I, I love Ron Johnson. He's a great senator, but he's not exactly a matinee idol, unlike myself. Well, <laughs> listen, I want to ask you a question. What is the deadline for to pick the president of uh, the Republican and the Democrat? It's April, right? We don't have too much time, right? No, uh, no, it's not. I mean, they, they, uh, you know, they'll they'll probably have had enough uh, primaries by then that they will have picked enough delegates to make the uh, the winner pretty much certain. But no, they don't. They don't pick the. Uh, they don't pick it till the convention, till the official nominating process in the convention. I guess it'll June? be July. No, July, July for the Republicans, probably in August for the Democrats, because it's always the out of party uh, party goes first. Oh, I, I always think it's May or or, or, or April, but hopefully, um, hopefully, I know Donald Trump going wing, and hopefully. Um, um, uh, I tell you, you, Mr. Garcia, I'm more certain that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee than I am that Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. How about you? Hey, who going to face Joe Biden? Who going? Nobody. Uh, yeah, but he could uh, still he could still Kennedy. drop out. He could see, he could still drop out. That's the that's what would happen. Thanks for the thanks for the call. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. This is uh, <laughs> I. I, we, again, when we come back, we're going to do Kerry. I've got some. I, I got a correction to make for the U.S. Attorney's Office, but maybe I'll wait till tomorrow. Turns out, Stoughton Man is not really a Stoughton Man. Believe it or not. 
He's an illegal alien from the Dominican Republic. How could they make such a mistake in a headline? I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday to you. One of the listeners wants to know, do you think uh, Live Shot will ride... uh, Ride Mama T to the barn, or will he take one more shot at it? I think it like I, you know, I think it'd like to go for Taylor Swift. Isn't she now a billionaire? I I think I've read that somewhere. But I think he's a I think he's a little long in the tooth. Not to mention long in the face. I mean, he's already the the world's greatest gigolo. I mean, most gigolos only get one score. But he got Julia Thorne from the Philadelphia Main Line. She was worth like I don't know, probably three, four hundred million dollars when he uh, when he corralled her, and then he got Mama T. John John Heinz, the former senator from P- Pennsylvania's widow. I mean, she she was a gold digger originally. She was from um, Mozambique or Angola. She's an African American, much like Elon Musk, a white African American. And uh, so when he was killed, she, she, uh, the gold digger went after a gigolo. That's the way it goes. That's, that's the life cycle. I see it in Palm Beach. You see it in any, any, uh, any filthy rich area. 844-500-4242. So I, just call in if you've got some, some favorite cuts of John Kerry. Personally, like John Kerry, I'm fascinated by rap. Can I get me a hunting license here? I'm fascinated by rap and by uh, hip-hop. I think there's a lot of uh, poetry in it. And by hip-hop, I think uh, there's a lot of poetry in it. Yes, sure he does. Can I get me a hunting license here? Oh, man. There's so much. You know, I remember during the first Gulf War, this was actually the Globe wrote this story. The guy, he uh, he was sending out letters in his in his true John Kerry fashion. If he thought you were against the war, he would send a letter saying, "Of course, I'm against the war." If he thought you were pro taking out Saddam Hussein, he would write you a letter saying he was, yeah, he he agreed with it. So there was some confusion in his office. You know, when you're lying. You, you get mixed up. That's why the cops keep asking you for the same stories, the same story over and over again to point out the holes in it. So his office sent two different letters to, this, to a constituent in Newton. One of them said he was opposed to the war, and the other one said he was in favor of the war. And the guy was so appalled he gave it to the Globe. I don't think the Globe would do that today. They, but the Globe actually ran the story and made sport of him. And... Uh, the St. Patrick's Day breakfast was coming up, and uh, this was when uh, Bulger was still president of the Senate. And he, he said something like, uh, yes, you know, it was touch and go there for a while. Senator Kerry couldn't make up which side he was on, couldn't decide which side he was on. 
He used to also say JFK, just for Kerry. He's only Irish every sixth year. And of course, his name's Kerry. But Kerry's, it's the name of a river, but there's not really anybody named Kerry in Ireland. There are not very few. And it's, that's not his real name. He's not really Irish. 844-500-4242. Let's have some Kerry stories, or just do you want to call in your greatest hits? Look, at they're already piling up here. Bring People. it on. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I remember a lot of the stuff from the 2004 campaign. Well, I've got an announcement to make about the Boston Red Stockings. I've got the final score from this evening's match. Manny Ortez. <laughs> Detroit Tigers 3, Carmine Hoes 5. No, that's not the way you pronounce that, it. That's like a tennis match, okay? No, it's not like a tennis match. Tom, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tom. Howie, uh, late uh, 70s. Well, about 96, I'm sorry, 96 uh, thereabouts. After the fleet loan and yeah. before Mama T, when Kerry was living in the uh, loft in South Boston, uh, I was working the water shuttle as a captain, the airport water shuttle. I was making. It is I think he called them his wandering years, Tom. I think he called it his wandering <laughs> years when he was sleeping oh, okay. in the uh, back seat of the Impala convertible, which is okay no, no, he, in he loft. July, but not so great in uh, February. He, he had the loft in South Boston by then, and uh, one of the old uh, buildings along uh, Stilling Street down yeah. that way. And uh, I, I was making about $12 an hour as a water shuttle captain. My mate was making about $8. The office alerts us on, like, a Tuesday or a Wednesday. The senator's going to be arriving mid-afternoon tomorrow, and he's, he's to be given a, a complimentary pass. His office called up. And I'm living for 24 hours, right? And we used to – I didn't get the chance to collect because we used to trade off collecting and driving the boat. Yeah, and my my uh, deck my deck hand didn't recognize him. I and I recognized him getting on the boat. I said, "Did did you? What did he do?" He says, "Well, he just buried his nose in the newspaper." I, I finally ignored him. It was a full boat. I didn't have a chance to collect from everybody. We get over to Rose Wharf, and Carrie, you know, t- double stepped it up the gangway. He wouldn't talk to anybody, and I'm like, "That guy saved eight bucks. If it had been me collecting, I would have said." Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you, Senator. Yeah, oh, Senator, your office called. Yeah, you don't have to pay, Senator. And made sure everybody who paid the eight bucks heard it. All business people traveling. Can you imagine that? You know, there's so many stories like that, Tom. I, I remember running in one time to a uh, former state senator who who actually done time. And I ran into him at a liquor store. I was doing a book signing. And uh, he told me that Kerry, when he was lieutenant governor or when he was maybe the assistant DA in Middlesex County, he used to play in a, in a hockey league up in around Burlington somewhere. And you know, you know, how, you know how they do that, right, Tom? They, they collect, they pass the hat to get the money for the, uh, for the rink fee. And he would always screw before they could, uh, before they could collect the money. Uh, if I recall, it was pretty pro bono, but... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the call, Tom. Mr. X, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. X. Hey, Captain. Long time. Uh, no no talk. Hey, listen, I used to sit next to this guy. I'm in D.C. all the time. I'm one of those swamp creatures. And, you know, the whole delegation in mass, 
it, it makes you want to just wash your hands after even sitting in the same cabin with these people. Right. But the only guy, the only guy out of the delegation that was personable, and I, I've had many conversations with he's a nice guy, an average guy, he'll ask you about your day, is Stevie Lynch. Like, he's a genuine down-to-earth guy. And then you sit next to a guy like Rich, which I've happened to maybe three or four times, definitely in the same cabin more than that. Uh, this is a guy, he keeps his head in his iPad, he won't talk to anyone, the stewardesses fawn over him, like, oh, senator, senator. And it, you just like, th- this is... I, I sat next to him a few times, and I wanted to say something, but I just didn't because I didn't want the I didn't want the controversy and all that kind of stuff. But you talk about a pompous ass, and then when he wouldn't get first class, he would sit in row five or six, whatever that wall row is, first one in coach. Yeah, and they would wait, and somebody wouldn't show up, and they said, "Senator, Senator, first class is available. Come on up." And then they're like, "Oh, sh- yo, shoot!" And then you know he'd sit up and he'd always worm his way up front, always. Terrible. I know. I I heard once uh, somebody I knew was in. He and his wife were in uh, were in Europe somewhere, Rome or somewhere. They on a, on like this amazing vacation, and they were in this uh, nice little romantic bistro. And there were there were many, there was only two. There was only another one couple there, and it was John Kerry and uh, and Mama T. I, this was a long time ago because she hasn't been around for a while. And uh, so they, he, this guy went up to him and introduced himself. You know, oh, hi, I'm from Massachusetts, too, and, you know, you're my senator. And, and John Kerry wouldn't – it's like this – like Mr. X was just saying, he wouldn't talk to him. He wouldn't even, like, send him over a drink or something. And by this time, again, he's – at this time, he's not broke like he was, uh, you know, when he was living in the loft and uh, trying to, uh, you know, uh, avoid uh, – you don't have to throw in any money for the for the hockey game or for the, uh, the 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 boat shuttle in the harbor. He had plenty of money. He just he just that's just the way he is. Thanks for the call, Mister X. Brad, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Brad. Howie, I hope you're gonna love this one. So we're in the mid '90s. My brother-in-law is a framer. He goes down in Nantucket. He spends the whole summer framing a big house. His wife wants the kids to come visit him, so he goes to the to the boat shuttle, and here come the kids, and it's hot uh, summer afternoon, and his little one wants an ice cream. She gets it. It falls on the ground. Paul is pissed off. He bends over quick to pick it up, but when he comes back up, he smashes right into somebody on the sidewalk, and he puts his hand out, and he says, Oh, my God, I'm sorry, and it's Terry, and he's absolutely legless. Kerry was legless? He, he was knee-walking. <laughs> oh, I said, how the hell did I marry your sister all these years ago and I never heard this story? Oh. You remember the night he was with the, he, he was somewhere, somewhere, he was in, Nant- again, he was on Main Street in Nantucket and uh, the bars were closing down and he ran into those uh, girls with the penis straws. Remember that? The, the penis yeah, yeah. straw night? Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm just, you know, tradesman to tradesman talking to my brother-in-law. He's a, you know, he's a big dude. And he was some pissed off. His little one wanted an ice cream. And he goes, all right. And he's sweating and she drops the thing on the street. And he's pissed off. He bends over to clean up the mess. And he stood up real fast. And he, like, line drive, hit somebody. I know he and you know Kerry. Kerry used his kids too when I when he was first running for the Senate. They used to be sometimes stuff would leak out because there's always stuff about him. You know, basically the same kind of stories we're hearing now about him. You know, uh, 
uh, leeching off people that had more money and taking freebies, uh, whether it was Bob Brest or, uh, or, or, or somebody, or Fleet Bank or somebody. And, uh, and, and so I remember one time coming up to him, and he had his daughters with him. There was a bad story had just broken, and I, I had my camera with me. And he literally had one of his daughters in front of him, like, he, like, he was, like she was a hostage. I said, well, why is it? Why is she here? I got to ask you some tough questions. And he just kept he just kept her right in front of him. Just the worst. It's the, worst. the only choice for somebody like me. <laughs> Seven eight one. Uh, Justin uh, from uh, Boyle's Body Works says Lynch. Ugh, an, an gross. Another fake union tough guy. Well, you know, I know he's kind of gone swamp on us uh, for sure, but uh, he 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 was a tough guy. He got arrested for uh, for punching out an Iranian during the hostage crisis. You know how cancelable that would make him today if he ever were to uh, punch out a uh, anybody in Harvard Square who was chanting "Death to the Jews." He would be uh, he he would be drummed out of the Democrat Party. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Six six oh three. Kerry's game must be so good to pull these millionaire pull in these millionaire uh, women. They can have anyone they want. I mean, look at him. He's not Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Kerry's proof that there's a that there's a deep state. His chicks aren't dumb. They like him for a reason. I don't know. I, what 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 reason could anybody, male or female, even want to like spend ten seconds with him? Ugh, 844-500-4242. Here are three reasons I need Balance 7. A broken leg, a broken elbow, and a broken foot all on my left side. I take Balance 7 all day long. It has made a huge difference for me when it comes to dealing with joint pain. No longer do I feel so sore or creaky when I get up in the morning. That's why I have the first, one of the first things I do is have more Balance 7 to keep me in that condition. Balance 7 works by diluting the acid built up in your body over years of eating acidic foods. When that acid is neutralized, your immune system can function as if you were 20 years old again. Nearly every problem comes from too much acid in our bodies. Balance 7 is the solution. Acid is in coffee, soft drinks, beer, and wine. Balance 7 rids the body of built-up acid so you feel and sleep better. By the way, Balance 7 took a break from advertising with me last year and noticed I was still buying the product. They emailed me thanking me for my loyalty, but I wasn't really trying to impress them. I just love it. It helps me out. It helps me. The mailroom manager likes it, and now my neighbor who had acid reflux swears by it as well. Balance 7 is made from safe, all-natural ingredients. It works perfectly in harmony with your body. If you suffer from low-energy heartburn, acid reflux, or joint pain, you may have too much acid built up in your body. You should give Balance 7 a try. Balance 7 is made in America and has sold more than 6 million units worldwide. Order now at Balance 7. That's balance7.com. When new customers put in code word Howie, you will save $15 and you'll also receive free shipping. Balance7.com. Please don't be stubborn. Do yourself a favor. Order now. I'm Howie Carr. Not even Santa works his elves as hard as Howie works his staff. Now, get to work! Ten minutes break! Not for you! Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show is back. 
Mother Nature doesn't measure par habitant. Mother Nature measures by total, by the mm-hmm. whole picture. Total? Does that mean all in gay Paris? I'm right of the famous Steve Martin line. You know, France, they got a different word for everything. Fromage, cheese. Rue means road. Total means all. Sacre bleu. Who knew? Who knew? Got another one for me there, Jared, before we go back to the lines? Absolutely, profoundly, absolutely, globally, absolutely, viscerally. I'm John Kerry, and I'm reporting for duty. Reporting for duty. D-O-O-D-Y. Reporting for duty. That's when he came across from Charlestown to the uh, to the, to the other side to to the north end to the west end to uh, to to make his uh, acceptance speech for the nomination in two thousand four. Reporting for duty in a, in a swift boat with his swift boat boat veteran buddies, whom he probably couldn't even remember their names because he was there for so little amount of time. Bob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bob. Two great examples of. Uh our senator at the Pan Mass Challenge. Get to the finish line after riding. His limousine greets him there, throws the bike in, and he's gone. That same year, Scott Brown was riding. Scott gets to the finish line, goes to the beer tent, stays for hours having beers and talking to the other riders. John couldn't, Gary couldn't be bothered with any of that. And the other great thing is that at the uh, opening ceremony the night before, they let him say something. He gets up, and it's like a stump speech. We need single-payer health care. This is a fundraiser. It's a charity event. It's bringing people together. And I'm proud to say that I started the booing and shouted, <laughs> keep politics out of this. That, that is something to be proud of. Remember when he had his... You know, he was running for, again, 2004, he's running for president. They said, do you have a motorcycle? And he goes, I have a Ducati. Not a Harley Davidson. He had a Ducati. And that was the same year he said he, I couldn't make any charitable contribution because I didn't have any money. But he had enough money to buy a Ducati. Well, along the route, they have signs up along the route. And there's this place in southern Massachusetts. There's a big sign where we made the turn. And the sign pointed one way, Pan Mass Challenge, and the other big sign next to it, must have been six feet tall, said, John Kerry, Rhode Island is this way, with an arrow pointing when he was keeping his boat down there. <laughs> when he, yeah. He wanted every, everyone should pay their fair share, but he put his boat in uh, in uh, Newport so he wouldn't have to pay the uh, excise tax to the town of Nantucket. Can I get out of here, please? And that's the same year that he, uh, it, it, you know, he wanted every he wanted to raise everybody's taxes, and then it turned out that he, uh, he and uh, uh, Mama T, or Mama T's trust fund, had uh, put all their money, or, or a huge percentage of it, into municipal bonds. Why is that important? Why is that significant? You don't pay taxes on municipal bonds. He wanted you and me to pay taxes, but he didn't want to pay taxes. Happy 80th birthday, Live Shot Carry. I'm Howie Carr. Big tar baby.